expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened marginally higher this morning from yesterday's close at 17,883 on turnover of 3.1 billion NT. The market continued its winning streak on Tuesday as Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing attracted strong investor interest amid lingering optimism over the company's outlook for this year. Interest also focused on electricity development-related stocks in the electric machinery and optoelectronic sectors to give the broader market an additional boost. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says senior government officials in Tuvalu have affirmed that the Pacific Island country will maintain formal diplomatic ties with Taiwan. The statement comes after Tuvalu's ambassador to Taiwan told the Australian newspaper that his country could sever formal diplomatic relations with Taipei in favor of Beijing following its election this Friday. According to the ministry, the Tuvalu government has clarified that the ambassador's statement did not represent the country's official stance and affirmed that its diplomatic relations with Taiwan remain strong. President Tsai Ing-wen has called for support for Taiwan's participation in the U.S.-led Indo-Pacific Economic Framework. Speaking during a meeting with visiting members of the U.S.-Taiwan Business Council in Taipei, Tsai said Taiwan will continue to express its willingness to play a role in this initiative, and she hopes the business group can support Taiwan's participation. The visiting delegation includes Business Council President Rupert Hammond Chambers and Keith Cratch, who served as the Undersecretary of State for Economic Growth, Energy and the Environment under Donald Trump's administration. The Indo-Pacific Economic Framework for Prosperity was launched by U.S. President Joe Biden on May of 2022. It currently has 14 partnering countries. In international news, South Korea's military says North Korea fired several cruise missiles into the Western Sea as it continues a streak of weapons testing in the face of deepening nuclear tensions with the United States, South Korea and Japan. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff says the U.S. and South Korean militaries were analyzing the launches. The event follows a January 14th flight test firing of the country's first solid-fuel intermediate-range ballistic missile, which reflected its efforts to advance its lineup of weapons targeting U.S. military bases in Japan and Guam. 
Meanwhile, the House of Lords in the UK has voted against the government's controversial UK Rwanda Treaty. For the first time, the UK's upper house of parliament has voted to delay ratifying a treaty which is central to the government's plan to send asylum seekers to Rwanda. Simon Gaitan reports. The UK's upper chamber, the House of Lords, has voted against the government's UK-Rwanda treaty delaying its passing. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak had issued a public warning to the Lords ahead of the vote in an attempt to ensure the treaty passed through the upper house swiftly. This proved unsuccessful. One Lord said that no one, not least the Prime Minister, should be lecturing them on what their role is. The Lords voted with a 43-strong majority against ratifying the treaty, calling for further protections to be added, in a clear blow to Sunak's Conservative government that has increasingly pinned its hopes on the plan to send asylum seekers to Rwanda. Simon Gaitan, London. Activists in Mexico have published photos of steel and cement pilings from a government project driven directly through the roofs of sensitive limestone caves on the Yucatan Peninsula. The cave networks and their underground rivers are both environmentally sensitive and have been found to hold some of the oldest human remains in North America. Mexico's president had promised that the part of his controversial 20 billion U.S. dollar tourist train project would run on an elevated causeway to avoid crushing or disturbing the caves. Authorities had claimed that studies would ensure the supports for the causeway would not hit the caves. But the activists say that was a lie and the damage is irreversible. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.